Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Happy New Year and welcome to 2021. I'm Paul Verhoeven, that's John Verhoeven, and you are listening to Loose Units, Loose Ends. Every week, we've been getting together and doing two episodes throughout lockdown. And now, seeing as how it looks like the COVID thing is, is you know, is, is once again complicated and rearing its head, it looks like we're going to keep doing Loose Ends, Dad. But Happy New Year, Dad. How I, Do you have any, um, did you have any New Year's resolutions last night as you, as you rang in the New Year? Paul, I my whole life is one resolution right. to not have new resolutions, but to work on myself every day. Yes, but if you're resolving to work on yourself... Well, it, no it, one's it, perfect. Yeah. One thing I did a few years ago that I would encourage everybody to do, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's a big, big, big thing to do. You mean keep a journal is what you're going to say? How did you know? Um, I know you pretty well by now, Dad. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but that's weird, Paul, because we have not discussed that, and I I admire your your (laughs) um, deductive reasoning. No, it's phenomenal. Or am I that predictable? No, it's uh, you know what? It could be a bit of both. But you you did keep a diary for a brief period, Um, Paul. One year is not brief. No, well, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, given that you're sixty, it is. Well, what happens if you just live to say five? Sure, if you live to five, you're not keeping a daily diary, Dad. No, but that'd be a fifth of your life. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you're... <laughs> 2021's off to a roaring start. Okay, well, so you kept you kept a diary every yeah, day. Every day. It was a journal. And I, and, and I wrote in longhand yeah. as opposed to shorthand. Because if I had have written in shorthand, I, wouldn't yeah. have been up, I would not have been able to have understood what I was writing. Okay. Unless I'd actually done a proper shorthand course, which I or, hadn't done. Or left a cipher at the start of the book to help translate your shorthand. True, true. And I, and I wrote with my left hand. Because mm-hmm. you're left-handed. Because um, I'm left-handed. If I had have written with my right hand, that would have, again, looked a bit weird. But the thing is, I, I did a, a journal for 360. I'm not sure whether that was a leap year. So, but I'm, let's work on the assumption that it's an average of 365 days. Mm-hmm. And I wrote in that journal one full page every single night. For a year, mm. and uh, and I put all my thoughts down, and occasionally I pull the book out, which I have in my special chest of drawers, which is like a really tiny chest of drawers. Mm-hmm. I mean, not super tiny, but yeah, quite small. And I keep all my little treasures, like my magic tricks and other things, in there. And occasionally, every few months, when I'm feeling um, contemplative. 
I will pull my little book out and I will open it at a random page and I shall read. And the, and the thing about a journal, and this is quite a long time ago. What year was this? I can't recall. You, you, but, I mean, the journal is presumably within reaching distance. Could you not pick it up and find out now? Um, I'm not sure whether it's got the the year. <laughs> Are you fucking Paul, serious? It's, well, it's not a diary. You said it. it what's it's, a, the... it's a journal. Yeah, but it. Oh, that's such a weird and stupid thing. Oh, hang on. So you you kept a, a daily diary for a full year, and at no point did you establish what year it was happening. But I can approximate. Would you like me to? No, I want to know exactly what year it was written because that's the point of a diary to place someone in time. Mm, you call it a diary. I call it a journal. Yeah, either one should have the year. Would you like me to to go over and get it? Go over and get it. Okay, just bear with me, everyone. I'll pass. Perhaps I'll you pad. can play some music. Yeah, I can. Okay, bear well, with that, me. Yeah, here one we sec. Right. I can hear him going through drawers. I don't think he can hear me right now. I could say whatever I want. Dad smells. Dad smells like a butt. Like a big old butt. Hey, Dad. Dad, you stink. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad, that one time Mom got angry because the toilet wasn't flushed and... Um, Hello? She, she blank- Oh, hey, you're back. Cool. I wasn't saying anything. Did you hear me open up all those drawers? I did hear lots of drawers opening, and I assume it was in that, that kind of tall cabinet thing with lots of little drawers, the dentist's one, mm. right? Yeah. So I've opened up. It's, it's a magnificent-looking book. Yeah. Um, now, the f- when you open it up, it says this, in case you lose the book, this is the guy that owns it, John Verhoeven, mm-hmm. with my mobile number, and it's got a little sweet section then it says, as a reward. And I wrote, a big kiss. So if ever I lost this, yep. someone found it, they if they switch. wanted to claim the reward, mm-hmm. it would be a big kiss. What you've done now is you've basically put a bounty out on that book for the hundreds of thousands of listeners to this show. Which was a big mistake, because if they ever find that book, now to get it someone- back, you're going to have to... Yeah, smooth. yeah, but look, um, what I've done because I did abbreviate a few little things with letters, uh-huh. so I've got a key, yeah, like like a deciphering coding key. Oh, the one the I beginning. joked about before. You actually yeah, have it. I do. So I've got TS uh-huh. stands for top shelf. Fuck then off, I've got, really? Yeah. Then Are I've you got, serious? I'm reading it. You abbreviated I'm... your catchphrase to a pithy TS. Yeah, and then I've got BTS. Beyond, beyond top shelf. Beyond top shelf. <laughs> and then I've got SSR for soft sand run. Oh, piss off. I'm serious. I'm, this I'm, is beyond... Pa- you know what this establishes? That you've been this <laughs> way for... Well, we don't know what year it was. <laughs> I'm just trying to find. I'm rifling through. Oh, hang, hang on, on ask mum. Mum's in the room. No, no, ask mum. Oh, guess what? What? God, it's quite... Oh, I find it quite touching, really. Yeah. Shit a brick. Is it BCS? 2010. 2010, okay. Shit, Fuck. that's a decade ago. Okay. And um, I'll read the first page. Would you uh-huh. like to hear it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Up at 6am. Down to Manly for a swim with Evan. 
spoke to Rochelle, had coffee with Evan, came home, picked up Christine, went mm-hmm. to Rouge, met Paul and someone that you were going out with back then. Shall I say who it is? Uh, I think I know who it is. So yeah. yeah. Went to Four Pines for lunch, walked around, drove to Bayview, <clears throat> picked up Mark's remote for tea. Anyway, it goes on and on and on. And spoke about a beautiful wine, the weather. And that was my first entry. And I'll read the last one. Oh. Ready for this? No, this was just December. to be clear, Sorry? Is the last one, is the last one the uh, final page of the book? Did you go right to the end? Paul, I didn't miss a day. Okay. Now, I've gone from the first to get ready for this Friday, December the 31st, 2010. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are. And here I sit, and I'm writing my last entry for 2010. It has been a tumultuous year. So how did I end this day? Well, I got up at 6am and Christine and I drove down to Manly. I ran a tough 6k on the soft sand, then coffee at Three Beans, and and I go on. I'm just reading, flicking through. Wow. Yeah, it's... uh, So... Surreal. But there's a lot of very, very personal, intimate stuff in this, obviously. Was it um, your um was it a New Year's resolution that spurred you to keep a diary? Definitely. Day? It was a New Year's resolution. And I, I don't like doing anything in life um unless I feel that I can follow it through. Okay. And for anyone that's thinking about a journal, I think it's um I think it's a really, really great idea in that I mean, I can't believe that I'm looking at it today and you've sort of been kind of inspired me to to take it out um it's a very personal thing and i normally i mean i did glaze over certain things as i was reading to you and yeah. the listeners but yeah there's a lot of personal family stuff in there um it's it's kind of it's like a sort of a something you put down on paper you try and be very frank about it knowing that kind of one day i'd like you kids maybe to read it yeah, in the future sometime. Okay. Because um, there's a lot of interesting... I mean, there is some really, you know, fair income. It's not all sort of superficial. Um, there's occasionally... You know how different times of the day and the month, the years, you you feel inspired to write certain things. I mean, I'm not a writer. I'm not a poet. Um, I'm more... I like to talk. Um, but I thought... I also like to challenge myself... So for those out there that are thinking New Year's resolutions, um, may I recommend on many levels a journal just to put your thoughts down. Don't don't beat yourself up if you don't do it every single day. But, you know, I, I when I went on holidays, I continued to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a window into the past. I think New Year's resolutions are really important. Uh, but set yourself realistic resolutions. Don't set yourself up to fail. It's like dieting, you know. That's why dieting is such a is an international business because these fads come along and people get excited and they get rejuvenated and they feel that I can really give this a go. And and the new year, when you're all listening to this in the morning, it's um, let's all look upon 2021 with with optimism and positivity, mm-hmm. and um, and. All humans are uh, fallible and, um, yeah, try and not take any days for granted. 
Do you have any New Year's resolutions for this year, for 2021? Paul, I haven't given it a lot of thought, mm. uh, but I will I will give it some thought. Um, I also think resolutions should be kept to yourself. Not really? Talk. I think so, because... I, st- oh, I strenuously disagree. Oh, I think that's the, good. The- I'm glad we have a point of uh, contention. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I mean, of course, look, of course, it depends on the resolution. Some are really personal. But if you feel like you're going to actually follow through in a thing, if you've got someone, you know, if someone knows that you said you'd do it, then okay, that's a good sort- point. Right, not, not not everything, but I mean, for example, at the start of this year, I said I was going to get fit. That was my resolution, um, and I said it to Tegan, and I did it. I actually, you know, I exercise like five days a week now because I said I would. Um, whereas if I'd said that to myself, I wouldn't have done it because I needed someone basically to keep me accountable. I needed someone to witness the fact that I'd said it, like a almost um, like when you sign a contract and someone mm. co-signs it. Maybe maybe every resolutions should be co-signed actually co-signed by someone hmm. so that if you break the, resol- <laughs> the resolution you cop a fine or something no hmm. not a fine but you know some sort of just but, some kind of yeah. but paul should we make people feel bad about breaking re- resolutions i say no no i and- don't think you should make people and that's the thing when you tell other people yes mm-hmm. i understand that you are reinforcing mm. um an intention and i think that's one aspect of the argument but the other aspect is that what will people think when you don't um, follow through and you basically fail um, and then you've got the added um, drama and psychological sort of anxiety that can bring on other things where you feel as though you've let yourself and you then the next time a little bit like the story about the boy that called Wolf. You know, the first time you make the resolution and you pronounce it to the world, everyone takes notice. Yeah, but the boy that cried Wolf wasn't saying, um, everyone, everyone, I'm going to keep a diary this year. And they're like, oh, oh, cool, cool. And then the next year they go, you didn't keep a diary. And he does that every year. And then finally he does keep a diary and no one reads it. I mean, mm. that's, first yeah. of all, it's not but as interesting as the It's a fascinating, wolf. it's a wonderful, wonderful discussion, Paul. And it opens up many, many different 
tangents um, mm. and ideas. Um, but I feel that, um, you know, my dad used to, another one of his classic sayings, it's so funny he used to, because I was a total 100% utter fucking rat bag. I was a, I was, a, I was, I just cannot imagine. And one of the classics he used to say to me, he'd say, John, one day you will have children and you will understand. That's one of his things he used to say to me. And I, and I, and I finally got it when we had children. Um, and you kids were all demanding in your own ways, um, as kids are. And, um, yeah, it was uh, it was tough, but one of the great things he used to say, he said, the uh, the world is paved with good intentions. No, the road to something is paved with good intentions. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But my point being that um, a lot of people talk about doing things. Um, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Is that what it is? That's the actual saying, is the wow. road to hell is paved with good intentions. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, but also... Continuing, continuing the proud Verhoeven tradition of aggressively misquoting basic aphorisms. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I think um, making resolutions, it's a good time. I mean, if ever there was a great time, I suppose... Just do it now. It's is just to do it. Um, I mean, I've, Dad, I've said this before, I, I think, and that is that 2020. 2020 is a weird year in that I think anything good you accomplished in 2020 should be given double points because it was accomplished under great duress and any notable failures or you know collapses you had should be given a pass like be go go easy on yourself like because it was a really tough year I, I don't think 2021 is going to magically fix all of our problems but dad's right it is a really good time to say here is the thing I've wanted to do why not try and do it mm. you know yeah, I agree. Look, right. physical fitness is very important. I've always believed you must look after your number one asset. Now, the number one asset is looking after yourself because if you look after yourself, you can then look after others. And um, I think it's um, it makes you feel great. I mean, I bang on about you know the running, the swimming, but I I really do believe in it. I and I mean, everyone knows that listens you know, what I do and probably all, all that sort of stuff. But Oh, I mean, there's nothing better than an SSR. I mean, that's just BTS. Hmm. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say BS. <laughs> yeah, it's a different... But, um, yeah. you know, look, I think, um, I think it's just great to... If you look after yourself, you feel so good. And um, I know I'm stating the bleeding obvious, but... Um, you know, let's all be very positive for 2021. It's going to be... We, we, we really just don't know. We never really know what the future has in store. Yeah. But, um, you know, collectively, I think the world uh, has changed. And I think in many respects, for the better, um, I'm, I'm very positive about 2021. I have a zest for, for living and, what, are, um, what are we doing in 2021? What, are you, what, what would you like to achieve as a duo in 2021? Um, you and me? Yeah. Paul, um, I would like to give our listeners mm -hmm. um, pleasure and 
I'd like them to continue to enjoy what we do. Mm-hmm. We've worked really, really hard at, at our project. Right. And, um, and I'd love perhaps more involvement with our listeners. Um, so live shows is what you're saying? Well, the, the, the live show, whilst it is the most stressful thing I've ever done, it's stressful until you actually get on stage. The second you get on stage, it's completely fine. Mm, but I, yeah. I am literally shitting my pants. Uh-huh. Like, it's it's horrific. I would prefer to jump out of a plane mm. without a parachute and then make my way to someone who's got a spare parachute on the way down and put it on and deploy safely. Now, that would involve a lot of high adrenaline, but the... The adrenaline and the rush and the fear mm-hmm. before I go on stage with you is, it's just so creepy and scary and it's its just amazing. And I understand that it, it drives me. Um, and then you just, yeah, you're out there. And the first show we ever did, Paul, was in Melbourne. And um, I was sitting out in that that area, that room, with you. Mm. And you've been on stage many, many times, and you're a real pro. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was challenging, and it's never got any easier. Um, but I know that I do love it, and it's wonderful to to share uh, the the evening with fans it's there's nothing quite like it um, what did you um what did you and mum do last uh, last night for new year's eve how do you celebrate um, the end of 2020 with a very very good wine okay um and probably going to bed around nine sure looking forward to running on the beach at bondi on the first well you spent your night looking forward to running well, I, I, I actually... Um, I mean, Dad, this is recorded New Year's Day and we're trying to make it sound like we actually recorded it the day before, which is, this is recorded, you know, New Year's Eve. We're trying to make it sound like it was recorded. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm all confused time-wise. But the fact is, look, long story short, listeners, I'm trying to make it sound like New Year's Eve has happened because chronologically for you as listeners, it has happened, but we haven't had New Year's Eve yet. So I guess what I'm going to say instead, Dad... Is what would you like to do tonight? Dream scenario, lockdown's not happening. Where would you like to be and what would you like to be doing this New Year's Eve? Well, I would love to go down to the local park on the harbour mm-hmm. and watch the 9pm fireworks and then come home, have a few wines, go back and watch the midnight fireworks um, and hope and wish and dream about a magnificent 2021 for all of us across around the world. Just let's let's have an incredibly wonderful new year. We've got vaccines happening. There'll be travel opening. Um, people will be reunited with with family, um, and I think it'll be bloody fantastic. And, uh, and then perhaps go for a soft sand yes, run and a swim. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, um, in relation to you and Tegan. Yeah, for New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. what are you planning? We're thinking maybe having a bunch of people over for drinks and cocktails and um, and playing some board games. Honestly, just a big boozy board game night. 
The part of the problem is, of course, uh, no fireworks in Melbourne because it would be stupid to have fireworks because that would make people congregate in groups, which would cause problems with COVID. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, maybe I'm just going to look up, you know, best New Year's Eve fireworks shows and just chuck them on the TV and sort of just pretend. I mean, I fucking mm. love fireworks, Dad. I love fireworks. I uh, love fireworks too. I love mm. fireworks. In fact, when I was nine years old in Newcastle, I found a stick of dynamite. Not really a firework though, is it? Uh, yeah, that's a serious firework. You're saying dynamite is a, is a firework, just a really high-octane well, it's, firework. Yeah, it's a massive, massive, potentially... Well, not potentially. It's, a, it's a, the consequences of lighting the wick with dynamite. Mm-hmm. But what I did is that I pulled the wick out and I cut it in two. Yep. And I was hiding in this sort of a bunker. And for people that may remember this, and this is going back a long time, you could buy these big... Big crackers. They were called penny bungers, and they were look. They were big things. And they were bloody. They could blow letterboxes up. Mm-hmm. And what you did, you'd make an incision in the middle of it, then you'd kind of break it in two to expose the di- uh, the the gunpowder, mm-hmm. and you'd light it. And it had this incredible effect of massive sparks coming out. Now I thought I could apply that same principle to a stick of gelignite or dynamite. So I cut this stick and then I bent it in two and I lit it and it was like a flamethrower and the sparks came out and they burnt my thumb so badly, the pain was so terrible and we were heading back to Sydney that night and my parents uh, kind of didn't fully appreciate the extreme pain I was in and I remember we went to church that night uh-huh. And I had to stand at the back of the church with my thumb in the holy water container for the entire service. Do you think the sanctified water did some kind of plus it wasn't one healing? The, it, or? it was not the holy um, healing properties. It was the coolness of the water. Holy water is not very... I mean, typically speaking, my experience with holy water, because we were raised Roman Catholic, was the fact that it's fairly shallow and it's had other people's hands in it. Correct. So yeah. it's a bit tepid, isn't it? Yeah, good good call, but it was it, it, it did the job. Mm. Um, and, I mean, the, the thought of hundreds of people having dipped their dirty fingers in that water and then me sticking my my blistered... I mean, my, my, my thumb. I've still got a scar on my right thumb. And it, it, it literally... It was pretty well third-degree burns. Uh, and it was ridiculous. But my parents' uh, sympathy was about zero because mm-hmm. they just thought, oh, John's done something, you know. But I, I did need medical attention. But I, I thought that um, I thought it was good lateral thinking, standing there with my uh, thumb in the holy water. Sorry, if I pause there, it's because I'm pretty sure I just saw a crime in progress being interrupted outside. Uh, I can talk more about that in a future episode. Dad, I think... I think I'm going to have to go and get ready for New Year's Eve. I mean, um, Tegan and I have got, you know, kind of a big night plan, and I'm sure everyone uh, everyone else is pretty hungover at this point. But suffice to say, Happy New Year, everyone. Please, look, we, we really hope your 2021 is, is a good year. We hope you're all staying safe. Uh, we're going to be back on Tuesday with a new episode of Loose Units. We're not going to stop. We're going to keep going through the holidays. And, yeah, we hope you had a great night. And, Dad, do you have any go-to hangover cures for our listeners? Um, <clears throat> yes, um, a raw egg mm-hmm. uh, mixed up with Vegemite and Tabasco sauce. 
It's so, it's top shelf. It sounds TS. And also followed by perhaps a neat vodka. That's oh, just knock that down and and all your worries will be gone. What you're describing um, is basically a bloody mary kind correct. of. Yep. But in two stages. Now okay. I would also like to to say um I hope everyone has an incredible new year and thank you to all of you wonderful, wonderful people for being with Paul and myself this year, last year. And um, it's and we love you all immensely, more than you can imagine. And you've helped me get through this year, last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, you've helped helped me. I'm sure you've helped Paul. Oh, immeasurably, yeah. And, um, and, and we look forward to great things in 2021. We'll see you soon. Fantastic. All the best and cheerio. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.